Are the Sixers relying too heavily on the two-man game? What do you think about them playing the New Orleans Pelicans? And, hey, they got eliminated officially from the end-season tournament. We'll talk about that more. You said it's over. We'll talk about that more. That and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Keith Pompey. I'm the co-host of Locked On 76ers, along with my man, John Mitchell, the other co-host of Locked On 76ers. And we thank y'all for joining us today. But look, like my man Mitch said, it's over. The 76ers bid to get $500,000 per person is over. They are officially eliminated from the NBA end-season tournament. So later on, we'll talk to you guys about that. But the first thing we want to talk about is their two-man game. You know, right now in the beginning of the season, the 76ers looked great. They were had a free-flowing offense. A lot of different guys were getting touches. Guys are still getting the ball a little bit. But it looks like more that they're running the two-man game and are also running things through Joel and B. Either they do the two-man game and Joel and B will hit a guy cut into a basket, or him and Maxi will basically just do what they gotta do, or Joel will kick it out to somebody hitting a three. But for the most part, it's been more of a two-man game. Mitch, I want to ask you about that. Um, the numbers offensively in regards to the team scoring and all this other stuff, you know, Maxi. And Embiid are still getting their buckets. Yeah. But guys like Tobias Harris, their shot attempts aren't as high as they were once were, right? Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, again, it's not really a, a noticeable thing. Right. You know what I'm but 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 what's your thoughts on the fact that they're not as free flowing as it was was in the beginning of the season? Yeah, yeah, Keith. I, I think that that is somewhat of a byproduct now of um, of, of of Kelly Oubre not being in the lineup. I think um, I, I think that without Kelly in the lineup, and hopefully he'll be back with them soon, very soon. I think that the the, the floor spacing is diminished a little bit, and it has led to Tobias being a little less aggressive. Um, having having said that, I. I, I you know, when, when we because they probably had the most two man dominated offense last year when they had when Harden was here. Um, but they're still scoring better this year, and even in those, you know, um, you know, even, even the most recent game, he went for 138 against it, and you know, in that 44 point beatdown of, of the Lakers, uh, and they had 127 against the Thunder. So, um, you know, it, it hasn't really been an impediment, 
Uh, but I, but I, 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 it's more pleasing to the eye when they do have the two-man game going on. And I, I think that this is – I mean, you know, it's ebbs and flows to the NBA season. And I, I think this is one of the moments when they're like, hey, man, you know, it's – Nick Nurse is looking at him and saying, hey, you know, you know, Tyrese, you know, we, we can play you out of this two-man game. We prefer to have a ball moving, ball moving around the perimeter and, and, and guys cutting. And I think you'll, I think you'll see a, a return to that when, when, when Kelly Oubre is back. Um, can, again, the question is, will he be in the starting lineup or will, be, will he be coming off the bench? But I think you'll see more. I, I think you'll see the, ret- the return of the, the more free-flowing offense, you know, because I, I don't think you, um, you, you know, you, you, the Sixers want to get pigeonholed into that offense um, this, you know, and, and I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I just think I think it's more so out of necessity than anything else right now. Yeah, yeah, and and you raised a pretty good point. I I, I feel like um, you know, so when you had Kelly Oubre, you had to respect what he did, right? You mm-hmm. just had to respect him. And when he was there before he got injured, they had four guys hovering around twenty points a game. Yeah. Right? And then there was a couple games where he didn't really play well mm-hmm. offensively. I mean, in those games he did played well deep on a defensive end. But at the same time, like he, you know, they were still hovering around at 20 points. And that did enable Tobias Harris to just like crash the, I mean, go hard to the rim. Yeah. And a lot of things. It was you you had to you 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 had to respect all four. The big stat that a lot of people don't realize is before Kelly Oubre Jr. And when the ball was flowing, before Kelly Oubre Jr. went down, the 76ers were 7-1. and one. Right. Seven and one They won seven consecutive games. Since that particular time, the 76ers are going 5-4. and four. Mm-hmm. And even that's a little misleading. And the misleading part about it is their first game without them, they, they won. Right? Right, right. Now they won their last two games. So if you take that away, Right then and there. So we're saying they're five and four. So if you take those five victory, those you know those five victories away, right there, and they got a losing record, and they were struggling. You understand what I'm saying? Like so on that stretch. Yeah, on that stretch. Like the first game, the first game, they were like, okay, we won. People figured them out, and then now they finally figured out how to play without them. So you know what I mean? So like they're mm-hmm. not it. So I think. That has something to do with it as well. It helps out with the balance. So they're trying to figure things out. We also look at it this way. So Marcus Morris is finally starting to find his groove. Yeah. Right? You look at Nick Batum. He missed a couple of those games as well. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. Outside of that, who do you say is somebody that you think can come in and be consistent? And even those two guys aren't exactly consistent consistent contributors mm-hmm. on the offensive end so with that being said do you actually have the horses to go out there and have this type of balance attack and unfortunately for a guy like tobias harris you know it, his numbers will go down because it's you know because you got to rely a little bit more on a two-man game with joel and the rest of them. but once kelly comes back which um, I expect to happen on, well, on 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 Friday. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't say I expect. 
he's on a road trip with him right now, but it just seems as if that he he was ruled out for this game. But Nick Nurse said he could play Friday against the Boston Celtics, and if that's the case, you you look at it, and it might not be that game. But I do expect the Sixers to go gradually back to that balanced attack that they had. Yeah, because it 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 was. Um... I mean, number one for you know, from a fan standpoint, it's definitely more pleasing to the eye. Um, but I, I also think it's more effective because you know, the more guys that you have making a contribution, and, and and the contribution that Tobias was making at the at the very start of the season, and, and not that he's, I mean, not that he's not making a contribution now. Unfortunately, Tobias, he's you know, he, he's always compared against his style, his salary, and I always say, hey, if somebody push that kind of money in front of you, you sign it on the dotted line. Um, but I, I, he was attacking more and it was a, a, a more, there's more physicality to Tobias's game uh, earlier um, when, when Kelly was out there. And I think you'll see a return to that. I, I, I mean, I, I like the system that Nick Nurse implemented earlier, um, but, but it's also good to know, cause I mean, you know, in, in the playoffs and, and with you being in New Orleans, yeah, we are talking playoffs. Um, I think that uh, he, um, it, it, it will be, it, it, you'll be able to rely on that at some point. Because it's going to be, you know, there's in the playoffs when the game slows down. And of course, I'm looking way down the road, way, way, way down the road. But that two man game is necessary. Um, and when you have a player like Joel who's, you know, picking and popping like he does. And maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll see him just start rim running, rim running a little more. Uh, that's that's what I would like to see out of the two man game. I've never seen him be a guy who really runs to the rim. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, yeah, I agree. And I, and I think that's an element to his game. Um, and, and, and I mean, Joel's extreme. Obviously, we know how talented he is. He's not the most explosive big man in the league, and you know, usually the rim runner is a more explosive type of player. But I would, you know, I would like to see that because because he's so long, and you know, but that he he prefers to hit that fadeaway and and that jumper when he does get the pop. Yeah, I, I just think it's still early, but you know, I mean, it's early, and and you know, and no, I think things will be corrected. I think um, it will, and yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a glaring. I don't think I think it's more so out of necessity. Yeah, you know, exactly. I think it's more of necessity. <laughs> Well, look, y'all, I want to talk to y'all about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit in on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week, right? with eBay's guaranteed fantasy pick. The guy that I'm going with, mm, I'm going to go with Scoot Henderson, right? And I know it's, it's going to be rocky um, for a bit, but Scoot is back, and his value in minutes are going to rise if you can afford afford some bad games, right? He is worth grabbing. So, you know, like it's true. This guy is young rookie going through uh, baptism by fire, so to speak. And and I feel like he could be a guy that, you know, stick with him and he'll help you out. 
just stick with him and he'll help you out. Because, see, you know what? Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle, right? So thing about eBay, you know what I mean? I had problems before with my car. I had to go and get parts and everything like that. And it was it was way better than what I thought it would be. You know what I mean? It gets to a point that, you know, I, I utilize them more often than not. I'd rather go there than go somewhere and, and, and get it. Why? Because with over 120, 22 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake parts, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with e with eBay Guarantees Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look at the prices. You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guarantees Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligibility items are turned. Exclusions apply. Telling y'all, go to eBay Murders now. You won't be, you won't feel bad and you won't regret it. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. What about the pieces for your Bentley, man? Can they, can they, can they outfit your Bentley? Oh yeah, they got everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got everything for that. I mean, you know, it might be a little bit more expensive, but they got everything for that. But. But you must be talking to the dude in the other room because I don't have. <laughs> I got the hoopty, not the Bentley. I got the hoopty. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But Mitch, let's talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. So the Sixers play the Pelicans tonight, um, and uh, you know it's, it's one of those weird things because whenever I think of the Sixers playing the Pelicans, I think of one game that I came down here, and it was I believe it. Doc Rivers' first game as a sixth. No, it wasn't his first game as a sixer. Take them. It was uh, uh, the second year because they won the first game as a sixer, the old season opener. But they came down here one year, and Zion was just out there destroying everything. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't even know if it was Doc or was it was it whoever it was, but they were destroying everyone. And it was embarrassing. It was like he first they had Ben Simmons on him. He couldn't do it. Then they put Joel on him. Joel couldn't do it. I remember then that. They had to put Tobias on him. And Tobias couldn't do it. But to believe it or not, Tobias played him harder than the rest of them. So every time I come here, every time they play, you always say to yourself, like, wow, is Zion going to get over again? And when you look at Zion, I mean, this guy is listed at 6'6", 285 pounds. He's huge, huge. But now we look at this team. This team has lost two straight. They lost to the Knicks by uh, two points. And then before that, they lost at Chicago by five. The Chicago loss is a bad loss. You got to look at it that way. But the Pelicans are 9-9. They have, uh, you know, they have – Jonas Valachunas, a guy who's had success against Embiid. You got Zion, and then you also have Brandon Ingram, right? So 
my question to you is, I mean, do you, what's your thoughts of this matchup? And um, I mean, are you concerned for the 76ers? Um, well, yeah, they, because they're coming off of, um, you know, back-to-back losses um, on the road, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, you know, whenever you get back, you know, the, the, the road and, – and they're they're a good team. You know, they're, they're, they're a good young team. Um, they have, in my mind, they have underperformed for years. I am um, – you know, I, I mean – you know they, they, they're missing some 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 key parts obviously but uh i, I mean i think this is a game you know it's, it's this, this is one of those toss-up games it's not going to be easy for the 76ers because you know as as you said he um and b does have his problems against valenciennes is another one of those names i struggle with but you know, there have been some times when you know because he's he gets he's the one of the few players who actually gets into Joel's body. Um, you know, Zion is is for my money, Zion is still too heavy. You know, um, I know he. I mean, he's one of the freakiest athletes that we've seen just from a body standpoint. You know, people people compare him to Charles, but he was I mean, when Charles was playing. But he's got he. He's heavier than Charles, but he carries more muscle than Charles ever covered. He's like a defensive end stuck in that body, and that's not good for the long-term health of his body mm-hmm. um, because, you know, it, it, the, the, the court, a hardwood court doesn't give on your knees or your back, so I, I worry about him long range. But for today's purposes, I, I think, you know, he, he does. He, he operates around the rim, and he has given the 76ers problems. Um, and we'll probably get them problems tonight because I, th- you know, whenever let's, let's face it, Sixers are one of those teams now. Whenever they come into your building, they're coming into your building with, um, you know, with the you know with the with the reigning MVP, and you know they're they're still for what it's worth they they're, they're one of the better stories because they haven't had the bumpy start we anticipated they would have, minus the services of James, uh, James Harden, who's still struggling out in um in Los Angeles. So I, mean, I think this is what the 76 can get. I don't see why not. Um if uh if you know they're they're in a position of, pro- of proving that they you know we still see them as a rung below the elite teams, right? We see them as a rung below Milwaukee. We see them as a rung below Boston who you know that they'll bump into again very soon. Um so you know this is it's it's all about the evolution of this team and, and where they are right now and where they're going to go because I, you know, I, I do believe they can by the end of the season if things break right if they stay healthy they can be considered among the elite only because of the emergence of you know of Maxi and where Joel has continued to play at a high level so this is one this is one they really need to get they need to go out and get on the road um and get a win and you know you, you get a, you get a win here you you somewhat wash the bad tastes in your mouth following that loss at minnesota you know what i mean yeah um, now you know uh, i didn't mean to cut you off but i just want to bring this up you know this is only going to be this is going to be zion williams's uh fourth game only his fourth game against the Sixers. and the thing of, yeah because you know he's had you know problems on and yeah, off the court yeah, right yeah. 
Do you I'm glad, know? I'm glad to see him healthy from number one. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Do you know his thirty? His average of thirty three points against the Sixers is the most against any team. I didn't know that. He's averaging thirty three points against the Sixers. His next highest average is twenty nine three against the Atlanta Hawks. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that. And then he's averaging 8.7 rebounds against them. Um, you know, so he is dominating the six, yeah. like really dominating them. Yeah. Um, so to me, that's just going to be the key. He's made 38 of 59 field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. Most of those things been like in the paint dunks and all this. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. So, so to me, you know, that's right then and there. That's that that's going to be. The key, and if they can, if they, they can stop that. I mean, he's shooting. <laughs> Get this, man. The brother is shooting sixty-four percent against the Sixers. Mm. Sixty-four. Now he's shooting. Let me see. Is that? Yeah, he, he's shooting seventy-four percent against the Phoenix Suns, but in seventy-five against Orlando. But he only played against Orlando in one game. Phoenix, man, that's crazy. He played them six times and is shooting that high. Yeah. But, but yeah, so uh, to me, that's the key. Their, yeah. their ability to, to stop him. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Brandon Ingram can hurt him, you know. Um, you know, he uh, he's a guy who, you know, he's, he he can step away from the rim. I'm, I've always liked his game. I, I remember I I was on board. I was one of the people who wanted the 76ers to, to, uh, to the year Ben came out, you heard a lot about him potentially being the number one pick. Um, who knows how that may have turned out? Had the 76ers drafted him, how he would have fit. Yeah, it would have been, it, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, and it, 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 the calamitous, you know, the calamitous result of that. But I digress. Uh, that the, the 76ers had from, from drafting Ben, but. You know, it's it's, it's a, you know you you go down there and you can get beat up on if you don't play well, especially with the, those numbers that you refer to. The Zion is putting up against the 76ers. You know, he clearly eats when he plays the 76ers. Um, you know, and, and I, I have it, it. It does seem to me that Joel's playing a little is, is is playing better at the rim defensively than he has last year. I could be I could be wrong, um, but he seems to be more of a presence defensively at the rim. And you know that's what that's what Zion likes, likes to make his money, you know. Yeah, where yeah. he likes to make his money. Well, that's look just- right now, right now, like let's talk about FanDuel real quick. Um, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. That's hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, Mitch, real quick, um, you know, the Sixers were officially eliminated from the in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps saying playing game, but every in-season tournament, so what they'll do is they'll go to D.C. on December the 6th and play the Wizards, and then they'll have a home game 
on that Friday, next Friday, December the 8th, against the Atlanta Hawks. So what was your impressions of, of you know, thus, you know, though thus far them being eliminated from this tournament? You know, honestly, I think it's more so um, – I, I noticed that some people are really into it. I never really got into it. I, when the Sixers were alive, I, I, I felt somewhat excited about it. But once the elimination came, I said, well, at the end of the day, you know, it's, 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 I, I think it's, it motivates the players. Cause I mean, let's be quite honest, you know, 500 K per man, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a nice haul, you know, to, um, to be added to your salary. Um, but I'm kind of I'm I'm, I'm kind of over it to be honest, Key. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of over the in game the uh, the in season tournament now. When the uh, you know when when they were still potentially a part of it, you know, it, it attracted my interest. But now that you know they've been eliminated, I'm kind of over it. You know, it's uh, I think it's good because it does. It, it, at first, I, I said it's just a money grab for the you know for the league. But, you know, my phone was going crazy last night, you know, with results and who's in and who's out, who's been eliminated, um, and almost like teams who are on the bubble. So there's obviously some interest, and they're doing a good job of fanning interest uh, in it. But now I'm kind of like more so. I'm just like, hey, man, the 76ers got Boston on the upcoming schedule. So that's you know i i'm not getting i'm not getting a slice of that 500k for whoever wins it so it is what it is i mean me for me it was exciting it was better it was more exciting um than i thought it would be but the problem is is you can just look at it's like if your team is having fun and and winning mm-hmm. the team that you cover or the team that you root for you you care about it if they don't then you don't care about it yeah, I mean, to me, it gives you a barometer of what, where certain teams are, like and who they are. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm looking at it and saying the biggest takeaway I got right now is that the Indiana Pacers are a little bit better than what we thought they were going to be. Okay, you know I mean, but when you look at it, everything else balanced out the way it's supposed to. Like right. the Milwaukee Bucks, the uh, the uh, Boston Celtics, but right now the Indiana Pacers. It appears that they supplanted the Sixers as that team, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. right now. So, not to say that it's going to it's going to continue to stay that way, but what it says is, in my opinion, is that you know, where well, the Sixers did have some injuries and stuff, but the Sixers just know where, where they got to work, where they work at, yeah. what they got to do, because they were supposed to be the team that won that that pool, but they yeah. can't do yeah. it. So. That's the that's my biggest takeaway. That's mm-hmm. the biggest takeaway I had, you know. Yeah, the- and it, it 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 created some interest. Um, I still I I do like the Sixers in the long run over the Pacers. I do like them in the long run over the Pacers. But the Pacers have been, and it, it seems like almost like this, when when since that win, that when it, since the Pacers won the second game of that back to back against the 76ers, they've been playing better. You know. Yeah, they have been. They have been, and and you're right. It, it is for the Sixers. I do think the Sixers have a better a better upside, and I think the Sixers will be better. But right now, it just lets you know where they stand at in comparison. Uh, and then you know the Sixers had some injuries, but you know yeah. injuries are part of basketball. Pretty a lot good. of other teams did, you know. So, but I, I just feel like you know 
if, if you're the Sixers, you know, you can use it as motivation. If, if, you know, you think the guys don't need to be motivated, but basically like, here, look, you were supposed to be this team and you weren't. Right. So, you know, that's how yeah. I'm at. But look, uh, I'm going to talk to y'all about, about, you know, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, right? You know what I mean? We also want to thank you guys for starting your day with Locked On 76ers, right? The thing is, you got... Um, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. When you go to the YouTube channel, make sure, make sure that you click onto the Liberty Bell. That enables you to become a new subscriber and you get notifications when we have our podcast. You know, we want to thank y'all. We really want to thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us. And we want y'all to have a blessed day today. Have a great one, folks. Um, yeah, make it productive, right, Mitch? There make you go. Productive. There you go. And hit a good restaurant while you're down there in uh, in New Orleans, brother. We'll see. We'll see. I got in here kind of late, but it is what it is. It is All what right, it is. All right, peace.